increasing regulation, market saturation, and rising interest rates. Still think short-term rentals make sense? You're not alone. Join industry experts Bill Faith and Kenny Bedwell as they discuss how you can invest while still staying ahead of the curve, identifying trends before they happen, or blowing them away outright with their insights. This is STRonomics. The podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Market My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with Mark and my STR. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to STRonomics or Stronomics. We haven't, I haven't said Stronomics. I just thought about that. My wife calls it Stronomics. Uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody, I, uh, I'll have random calls with people and they'll get on like, Kenny, I love the podcast. And they go, they pause and they go, Stronomics. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, true listener. <laughs> the Stronomics podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to record like in my, my radio voice. Welcome to the Astronomics Podcast. <laughs> um, hey, but it's, you know what? it's almost winter, Kenny. I mean, it's winter where you live. You live in fucking Antarctica up there in Buffalo. But it is. I'm wearing shorts, and it's like 71 degrees here today in Nashville. Um, kind of nice. 40 degree difference. Yeah. Well, it's coming. It's me. coming. Believe me, it's coming. Let's talk about how to get uh, – how do, how do we attract guests – in the off season. Mm, yes. So I heat, obviously like, heat is one of them. Yeah, I know. Right. We just heat our places. Um, I, I mean, and on it, I think there's a heating category, heated pool, hot tub, saunas, hot chocolate, coffee bars, heat, fireplace, fuzzy fire blankets place. in your design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, um, I mean, like Christmas, like decorating for Christmas and getting photos for Christmas. I mean, we could go into that like holiday kind of stuff, you know, like really trying to target and um, uh, bring out highlight amenities and things like even in my title. And, you know, one of my, one of my places in Buffalo actually has a fireplace and an indoor fireplace and people visually it's really weird like i would never book a place and go i want to start a fire in their house <laughs> like a fireplace like you know long I mean, you have like a wood place. burning like an old school wood burning fireplace yeah because it's like an old old house and people yep. so a couple of years ago people were like people were asking because we had it and i was like no way am i gonna let someone do wood burning fireplace you know like and and screw that up and i had to talk to the insurance company and like I literally have a fire extinguisher right next to it. You know, I have like all this safety stuff. We had to like do special flooring right there. And um, I get bookings all the time because in the winter, only the winter time. And they're like, 
my family, like, I, I really just want to come and, and, uh, and just have a nice warm fire, you know, and enjoy like the, and, and, you know, with my family, like all, and I'm just like, or, or like a couple will book too, guys, but all the time. And it's 100%. only during the winter time. Dude, and, and wait till you, wait till you get to the Whitefish Lodge for the mastermind meeting <laughs> and you see the fireplace, you pull in before you go in, they have this roaring fireplace, but then you walk inside and they have this massive double-sided in the lobby, right? Yeah. I promise you, when we do breakouts and that type of stuff, you're going to see everybody's going to want to be around that fireplace. So that's, I get what you're saying. I thought you just meant a fireplace. And I think there's something that's different about what you're saying. I mean, it's sexy. You cuddle, you you know, you're drinking hot chocolate or wine or whatever with your, your significant other. And, you know, you're cuddling and it's sexy and, you know, it's you know, romantic and all those types of things. You don't really get that with an infrared fire or whatever. Now you can create some of that stuff. And, you know, that's that's in your Buffalo property, right? Yeah, one of them, yeah. Like, like literally that's something that I would look at. And I'm going to give you two things. My Banner Elk property, I have the most amazing, I'll, I'll put it up against anybody's fire pit. You've seen the pictures of the rock walk. Mm-hmm. Wait, but you know what? It's propane. And people ask me and they say, is that propane? I say, yes. And then they ghost me and I never hear back from them. And, I, and you know, me and my wife have never used it because we're like wood burning fire pit people. We are wood burning fireplace. So if you have that, you really, that should be like in your top five during the winter. Maybe not during the summer. And I'll take one more step here because I always believe in the two extra steps. I just left the Outer Banks. We're doing the renovation on property number one in the Outer Banks right now. What do you think part of the strategy is for me? I'm looking for things that I cost efficient things to help with the super property build that nobody else has. You know what nobody else has in the Outer Banks, Kenny? It's funny that you mentioned this fireplaces. Linens? I'm just kidding. <laughs> fireplaces. So Fire in the family up. room, I'm putting in a 72 inch in in wall mount, low profile fireplace on yep. the wall behind it in the upstairs master suite, 60 inch in mount fireplace on the downstairs master suite, 60 inch in Mount Fireplace, 538 bucks or 588 maybe for the, the big one, the 72 incher out in the family room, like 460 something for the other two. That is a low cost, low cost amenity and marketing tool to be able to compete against everybody else that does not have that, not only in the winter, but also in the fall, like right now, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was there on Sunday, it was like 80 degrees, but Saturday night, it was like 50. Perfect time to have the fireplace. Even if it doesn't put off a ton of heat like your wood fireplace does, it's romantic to sit on the couch. It's romantic to be in the master suite. So I'm doing two things here. I'm targeting Wealthy Wendy, who's my buyer in the two master suites. I'm not putting them elsewhere, but I'm also getting the marketability for everybody in the family room for literally less than 1500 bucks. Yeah. And we also need to be adjusting. So most of us by now, if you already have a property, especially in a colder climate, hot tub, like, duh, you know, we don't need to talk. Oh, go get a hot tub. But like taking your photos that have the hot tub, that was one thing I realized, like I didn't fully comprehend. Like when I booked, when I got my hot tub and it got operational on my Watkinsville property in July. Okay. I didn't get any bookings that entire July. And I had pictures and I was like, I was kind of pissed. I was like, what the heck? Like why? Like the data, you lied to me. Like I'm all wrong. And then all of a sudden in August, and I was looking at my booking lead time and it was about two months, right? So in August, people are booking for end of September, October for the fall. 
Okay. And this is like the wine, you know, we have the, the Finger Lakes wine trail and everything, the ladies trips and all that. All of a sudden I start getting all these bookings. Love the hot. We can't wait to use the hot tub. We're booking because of the hot tub, the hot tub, the hot tub. And I was like, this is a seasonal amenity. No one cares about in the summertime because it's too hot. And they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about other things. And so I started pushing hot tub pitchers to the front of my listing because I saw when people were booking. So I'm adjusting my images to emphasize the amenities for the season, the off part, you know, the, the winter time. And I'm getting bookings. I'm getting bookings in January, February even. And I'm doubling down. I'm adding a new amenity, a big one. I just got a quote from a contractor. I'll announce it in a few weeks because apparently people in my area are now listening to my podcast. Can't find out until after I do it. So, oh, I've got competitors listening. Um, so, but I'm I'm focusing. I'm doubling down on certain things to attract that are based on different seasons. And so, in the winter is a big one, and, when, and that's where I can really make my money. So, anyway, that's my one hundred percent. So, it's one of the reasons that we switch from standard design to fall design in August, and then we switch again to Christmas design. And all of our non-beach properties, our non-beach properties, we just do regular and then because we really don't have a fall. So, I mean, you do regular and you do Christmas, but that is something I think people don't take advantage of enough. And I'll go back. The most successful Facebook ad in the history of, of short-term rentals was run by Lori. Do you remember that when she decorated her house and then she had the Santa, just one picture of it. And she had somebody do it with the Santa, um, you know, doing somersaults around it. And she ran literally like two days, it was like a dollar and 80, a dollar 87. And she got like $7,000 in bookings on three bookings to sell out from like Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving from Christmas uh, through the end of the year. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of that type of, I don't want to call it theming, but kind of seasonal changing, not only just in the amenity side, but also in the, uh, in the decor and the de design side too. The one thing, if you're not a designer, and it was funny, I did a podcast interview today with the Minoan girls, Kenny, and we were talking about that, like my wife has never had a female client. So, you know, Bria does design for more than just us, for people in the industry. 100% of every client's a male because I think most females think they have this design, you know, kind of intuitive design, you know, deal. And so I think a lot of people think Christmas and they go like red, white, and they're doing all the colors and everything. Well, one of the tips I'm going to give you is if you're going after that luxury space, you're going after wealthy Wendy you need to do a white Christmas. I would stay away from the red, stay away from the traditional stuff. Think about silvers, think about whites, all those types of things that fall into the color palette that go after that ideal buyer. So always keep your ideal guest, your ideal buyer, the buyer persona that I talked about in mind when you're making these changes. When you're buying amenities, as Kenny talks about, you're going to add on amenities, but also when you're doing your design uh, elements as well. Yeah, I... So I want to move away from that because that's over my head. <laughs> I'm like, go listen to your podcasts on that. You need to learn uh, it then. Colors, yeah, no, and that's yeah, that's why I have a wife and she manages that or whatever. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's way over me. I want to transition though to pricing. So obviously we can add amenities. We might have already have amenities. We might. Or we can't add amenities, like we can't put in a fireplace or, or whatever, or add the hot tub, or we already have those things and we're competing in popular markets. And so another way to attract off-season guests is by having and changing our pricing strategy. 
And so one of the things that I think people don't understand with pricing strategies is they think they have to have a pricing strategy. But the fact of the matter is your place is seasonal. And meaning like if you're at a beach market, obviously the high season's the summertime. And in the off season, you got to change your pricing and you got to change your strategy, right? So like you need to be more aggressive on your competition. And in the summertime, you need to raise your prices and from that angle too. So it's it's not just about like setting it and forgetting it and doing this one way, one time, one season. We have to change our pricing based on the seasons and based on demand. And when it's the off season, there's less demand. Therefore, we have to be more aggressive on tracking our competition, ranking ourselves accordingly and pricing accordingly so we stay in line. So when people look like, for example, if you go look at my pricing and price labs, I've got a competitor, their competitor calendar. I can see uh, uh, the daily rates for every single competitor that I've identified. I got like 10 for my market and on, on one of my properties or all my properties. I have this really, but I know where I rank. There's some properties that are nicer than mine. They got a better location. They might have better amenities, but I know where I rank kind of in like overall. Now I'm not biased. I'm not saying I'm better than everybody because I know I'm like maybe like second or third, but I'm going to price accordingly and I'm going to watch and I can see when people get booked and what they're getting booked at. And I know I need to adjust my rates. Now, do I want to drop to zero? Not at all. No, I'm going to get booked. But I'm also not going to price 20, 30, 40% higher than everybody else because I'm really not that much higher, than, like better than everybody else. I'm going to drop, I might be 10, 15% at the most higher than everybody else. But when somebody, when there's a lot of options and there's low demand, so a lot of options for guests, and they're looking and they're like, man, Kenny's place has got a hot tub. This other place doesn't. Um, it's cheaper, but Kenny's place has got a hot tub. I'm willing to pay 10% more, but they're not going to be there. Or I should say they're less likely to pay 20, 30, 40% more just for a hot tub, just for a fireplace. So we have to be aware of what the demand is for the market and what our competition is charging and pick up and price accordingly in those very competitive off-season months. That's my pricing strategy. It changes. In the summertime, I don't care. Real, I really don't track what my competition charges in the summertime. I'm looking at my history. I know my strategy. I'm pricing way high. And then I'm watching booking lead time and adjusting my pricing based off that. And I'm way higher than my competition. I'm making a lot more money than them in the summertime. But in the winter, fall and winter, that changes. I'm, tr I'm, I'm really eyeing them and tracking them and making sure I'm in line because I know there's low demand and I won't get booked if I'm priced too high. What are your thoughts, Bill? I agree. I mean, my whole, I mean, minimums come down from the summertime. Uh, pricing comes down. I have mine pretty much automated and set up in price labs uh, with seasons and based on percentages all around the market lead time. And I think that they're there's a sweet spot that you have to exacerbate and it's what I call the 40% Delta. So if you're at 70 day lead time from 90 days to 50 days is a sweet spot, 20 days before the, the average lead time and 20 days afterwards. That's like the one time I don't touch pricing ever, ever. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's summer. I don't care if it's, you know, that's not true in summer. Summer, if I took bookings, I'd probably actually be raising pricing manually but coming down in the off season now into the winter, I do not. So I'll just give an example. So like Gulf Shores, I think my average, the market lead time last time I looked was like 76, 77 days, something like that, whatever. But the pricing I have there now is 40% above my highest rate 
uh, for the three in demand, the three super demand properties that I have right now. Out of those three properties, Kenny, I've taken nine bookings. And a lot of people want to have everything booked up before like January 1st going into next year for summer. I don't because that's how I'm going to maximize. It's kind of the opposite now. I'm incrementally lowering my pricing once I get out of that delta, like in those last 50 days, down to the last five days. So that's like a Monday check-in uh, or, you know, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, booking for a, like a Friday check-in. Um, and the biggest drop's going to be in that last five days. So I'm not talking like 10% a week. Mm -hmm. I'm dropping at like 3%, 4%, 5% a week. But I'm also watching my market research report from Price Labs. And I'm also doing manual research inside of uh, Rank Breeze to make sure that I'm not too far off that delta. Because I think that's a really important component that you bring up is if I'm 20 or 25% higher, even if I have a nicer property, most people aren't going to pay for that in the off season unless I can just find that right ideal customer uh, to be able to come in. The other thing that I do differently is instead of looking higher, so if I have a, a five bedroom, I'm looking at six and seven bedrooms during the peak season in the summer for what their pricing and how their amenities and their design quality and their images compare. I'm looking below me because most of my properties are, you know, five, six, seven, eight bedrooms. So I'm looking at four bedrooms, you know, because I'm competing against those four bedrooms in the off season. I'm not competing against those four bedrooms in the prime season. So those are just some psychological things that we need to understand. And I think it's a, another reason of why dynamic pricing tools just aren't set it and forget it. Because at least now we really don't have the ability to compare and, and extrapolate enough data aut and automatically from any of the dynamic pricing tools that we have. We've got to do this type of stuff on a manual basis. That's how you really win in the off season. You should be amending up. You should have the best photos. You should have all that marketing stuff, listing optimization stuff done. Now, in my opinion, it comes to who markets the best off-platform, who gets the best rankings on-platform, and really who prices the best. The, 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 this is where we have to work. Literally, if you have a good property, an in-demand property, you shouldn't have to do anything hardly at all from March 1st through like October. But in October, November, December, January, February, going into March is where we make our money. You know, mm -hmm. when I look at a three-bedroom, two-bath in Fort Morgan that I have that's beachfront, a lot of people won't do shit. They might do, they're, they're selling out for 2,500 bucks a month starting in December and January and February for snowbirds at 7,500 bucks. My goal is to go in and do like 7,500 a month. I want to do like 25K in December, January, you know, in February. The only way I can do it is to be aggressive on my revenue management strategies like this. Yeah. So big takeaway, you know, we're, we've talked about amenities. We talked about marketing and pictures and design and decor and now pricing, minimum night stays, things like that. There are multiple levers that you can pull to attract guests in the off season beyond just, I mean, we, we haven't even talked about true marketing, you know, email campaigns and, and uh, you know, promoting discounts and Facebook ads and running stuff like that. I mean, that, that is something else you can pull too. Um, you know, if, if you're, if you're doing that and there's, so there's multiple ways we can't just say, well, I threw my property up on Airbnb and it's not getting booked right now. There's market saturation. There's too much competition. You know, it's the market's fault. No, you're not doing anything about it. You're not attracting the people the right way. It's a business, right? It's an active business. And so there's multiple options you can pull, multiple levers you can pull to get stuff done and to get bookings. 
I'll leave you guys with this. As the marketing guy in, in our industry, I've just started over the summer when I came out with Market My STR with my, my friend Scott. I just started doing my first rounds about three weeks ago of text only marketing. So I've got it in the 200 day funnel, but literally sending that personal text and it says, Hey, Kenny, you know, we just, I'm giving, Hey, what did it say? It's like, Hey, Kenny, opening up summer bookings for next year, just to special guests like yourself. Here's a link. Let me know if you have any questions. So I've sent out like three of those text messages and I'm segmenting and testing some language. So I've sent out three different types of text from them. And that's where those bookings are coming from that I already have booked at 35 to 40% higher than last year. These are people that, and this is the really important part. This is where the the diversification of portfolio becomes an added benefit. A lot of people are booking in the beach that have stayed in Montana, that have stayed in North Carolina, that have stayed at the lake, that have stayed at other properties because they see that they, they've experienced a level of hosting because most people aren't going back to the same places anymore. It used to be they go to the same place in North Carolina, same place in the Finger Lakes, the same, you know, ski place every single time. Now people want, you know, the, the average traveler, the average family vacationer is going to new destinations every single year. And so, but don't sleep on text message marketing. I use Market My STR. You can use a simple platform like uh, Simple Texting uh, is a great one. Uh, do the it's really simple. Just do the things that nobody else is doing. Everybody else is setting and forgetting their price labs or beyond their dynamic pricing. Everybody else has got the same shit in their house that they did last year. You look at people that are thriving like Kenny and myself and other people. It's because we're adding stuff. We're adding amenities. We're checking the boxes in our listings. We're adding things that our guests want that they demand. And then we're exploiting them. We're moving them up in our listings. We're getting better photos taken. We're doing off-platform marketing. Look, you can you can crush with some text message marketing, email marketing, and buy-sell trade groups. And that costs like almost nothing to be able to do. Just takes a little bit of effort. If you put in a little bit of effort, it can go a long ways. But just understand, especially if you're new, now to March is when you make money in this industry. Everybody, man, good episode, Kenny. Thanks for joining us okay. on this episode of SCRnomics. We'll see you guys next time. Happy hosting. Thank you for listening to STRonomics. Stay ahead of the curve and subscribe today.